double are the portals of flickering dreams. One set is made of horn, the other of ivory dice. This is Dead Men Roll No Crits. I'm your horn tootin' and ivory rolling GM Patrick here. And joining me in fulfilling the truth of whatever mortal sees them are my dreaming compatriots, Jerbert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. How are you folks? Oh, clip clop, Patrick, clip clop. Clippity, cloppity, hippity, hoppity. We're back. I don't know this is reference to. That's, that seems like something elf related. I've been quoting the Odyssey, Homer's ah. The Odyssey, for the. Uh, so not elf related. Then. Last <laughs> month. Yeah, I, like, I think we talked about this. Yeah, it's, I, I always get confused with Patrick's intros because like I mix them up between like between recordings and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. is this a video game? I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant clippity cloppity. What is that a reference to? And I was like, <laughs> elves? What, what does that have to do with elves? I was very confused. Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking like, like centaurs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I get it. Oh, there, I don't, there's actually I, there's actually the clippity cloppity cut, which is where Peter Jackson, when he was famously filming filming the Lord of the Rings, all the elves, their greeting was clippity clop before they began mm-hmm. their like the rest of the dialogue. That's why when they you watch it, it, like it was their voice, their faces yeah, don't really did, line Seth. up with their with did. their words, and they say yeah. hello, but it looks like <laughs> clippity clop. <Clippity-clop. laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's a little it's a little like it's a little like goof that most there's, people don't there's see one that's like watching. really bad like their lips stop moving and then you hear them say hello <laughs> right <laughs> they, 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 their faces go clippity clop and then a second later hi hi frodo it's elf what's stuff. you up to it's magic anyway elf hi, stuff. <laughs> i hope what's up is what i'm doing yeah i don't have like a, a hard and a fast rule for intros for these episodes sometimes if we're on a theme of like you know exploring a a cavern or something i know that that's what the episode is going to be i'll do something kind of related to that you know so maybe it's about it's a tolkien reference bringing up tolkien you know talking about riddles in the dark or what have you sometimes like a month or so ago i just um what Led Zeppelin songs, because <laughs> they're kind of fantasy. They're Tolkien related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't really have a... a there aren't any song. actual lands of the ice and snow. That'd be crazy. Uh, Come to think of it, I wonder, has somebody done Jethro Tolkien? Like, that seems like a slam dunk. <laughs> well, yeah, Google that real quick while we, we talk about sure, what happened okay, on last week's episode. I'm, I'm sure if not, then you're, you've got the license to it. Uh, what, what happened last time on the podcast, everyone? We ran into the larval stage of Cthulhu. And yeah. And smote its carcass across the rooms. Oh, he's smitten, all right. He's smitten. Yeah, do you guys remember the the creature's name that you, you fought off here? It was a Agathoa uh, or something like that. Not not an Agathoa. Too many, too many syllables is all I remember. I've I've written it in my notes as that that section is the beast, but it is indeed a Quapopoc. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, is it is it a is it a clipolith of some sort? I believe it is a, an aberration, and this thing was too creepy. Not to to use to to throw in. Uh, we're coming off of uh, oh a week where um, we we've had some very very difficult fights and and uh, we're playing Jabert and I the the adventure path second edition designed adventure path agents of Edgewatch and 
it's almost entirely usually more difficult than than what I throw together here. And I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not going to complain about that. I think that you're doing a great job, Jack Patrick. (laughs) Well, I I mean, it's so funny because um, Ron Lundin, you are the you are the bane of my existence (laughs) in Pathfinder. It's so funny because it's like it's a similar thing where that usually throws, you know, if it's like one monster, it's a couple levels above your guys's level. And I think this one was as well. This could be very dangerous. It, it has all these terrible abilities like it fills you full of water and you gain like the sticking condition. But anyway, you, you survived. You took it down. Its body sinks to the bottom of this waterlogged cavern here we found Uh, stairs to a sea temple that's the last thing i wrote down (gasps) yeah so there is what looks like a large waterlogged door like the door is almost entirely underwater here to the south and the last thing you were doing was examining a large fire opal atop a cyclopean statue in their outstretched arm how how are you guys doing does anybody need to to rest to yeah. Good question. You up? I forget. I do. Ponto's mostly fine, but mm-hmm. I'm at half hit points. Oh my! Yeah. What? What about? That's not enough. Sharkdoso, or let's see. That's a great. I remember Sharkdoso lost his uh, his uh, temporary hit points in turn one. I lost all my tempos. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Oh boy, howdy! I lost a lot of hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh all right, my! Let's all, I'm, let's all let's all take. I'm uh, bleeding from a lot of. Places. Let's all take about uh, thirty minutes to just uh, all hang out and heal up. Although I don't think I actually have ward medic on Kendozo, so it might mm-hmm. be taking a little extra time. Well, I was about to say you can you can head back to the stairs if you'd like to get out of the water and you know apply some bandages to wounds and and whatnot. Not really under any time constraints here, so. Yeah, if, unless, if, unless we think this thing is coming back to life in in the near future, then I think we should just no the scoot uh, on scoot on back to the shore and get 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 all uh, bandaged up. Some primo yeah. mud over there, probably. Well, why, why don't you make some rolls, make some some healing rolls, and uh, we'll, we'll see how far that gets you. Or yeah. do, you, do you have any spells or potions or anything you want to push it I forward with? If, if if we're not if we're not feeling any sort of rush right now. And I would just go with medicine checks. Yeah. So, Roll them. Um, probably just go with DC 20s right here. Just keep it keep it simple. All right. Keep it, sim- keep it safe. <laughs> All right. So we got a crit. All right. Got a success. Got another crit. And another crit. So so I got four, uh, three crits, one success on this. So 48 plus 10 on the, the crits, right? I can only guess that you're right <laughs> for for DC twenty. I believe that because I'll, I haven't uh, pulled it up yet. <laughs> I'll attempt. I'll attempt one on myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can definitely be doing these at the same time. So yeah, just to try and condense the amount of time taken. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I oh, can try fine. it too. Hey, oh. I have quite as good of a. No, you don't succeed. I mean, the, technically, you don't have to roll a DC. 20. Are you an... Well, I should ask, is Alaris an expert in medicine? No, I'm trained. You can only do DC 15 then. It says you can roll against the higher. Can you? Well, then you failed. There's no... You get nothing. (laughs) My second one is a 31. Does that not count? Oh, wait. No, hold on. That'd be the next hour, but that's fine. No, no, no. Indeed, it says uh, 
Yeah, nope, you can only go with, at the level that you're trained at. Never mind. So that was a success. Yeah, so the 18 would be a success. So yeah, be... at level 15, or at DC so 15, so... Yeah, so 2d8 from that one. 2d8? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so so let's 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 decide who, who needs who needs some healing here. So I'm about like a hundo down. I am oh, sixty good. down. <laughs> oh, full hundo. All those. I mean, Patrick, you're the one that did it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know how many points I've full taken. Hundo. How how um, is Captain Alaris, Cassius? How you doing? We're Cassius. Any damage uh, there? C- Cassius is behind the statue with his oversized fire opal, and he's like. <laughs> Ah, we are finally alone. <laughs> Alright, so so no no scratches upon ye. No, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, Sounds like you're you're, you're taking you the most of these, Kando, so Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> oh, perhaps. Alaris, how about you? Well, with my eighteen heal, I am down only forty eight points now. Okay. And then uh Hanto, do you take a, a ton? No, not a whole lot, and I just finished healing myself, actually. I'm back up to full. All right, fantastic. Okay. It looks like it's going to take you... Did you only do two, Seth? I did three. Three. Okay, so you could just take the the rest for yourself and Alaris there, Kendoso, because it'll take take about the same amount of time, a couple hours, three hours or so. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right. right. Am I back at full, then? I I think that's what we're we're thinking here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three... Pretty Lou, who's well? How, how have you rolled any for yourself, Jabert? I haven't. I haven't rolled any dice <laughs> other than yeah. the uh, other than the the checks themselves. You have been roll all that? Yeah, I mean it's twelve d eight for the three crits plus thirty, and might get you back up to full. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if it doesn't, I'll spend more time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so four d eight plus ten. So you know, Let's one. Say- what if it's all like the minimum rule? <laughs> it's like, oh, Jeez. I'm about halfway there. It's not fantastic, but three. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah. oh, that one's with minus five. So that would be enough to get B back up to full. Do you want to spend another 10 minutes and get Alaris up to full? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still coveting my treasure. So you have time. <laughs> so Cassius didn't take a single hit, huh? No, I just leapt through the sky, stabbed it with brine sting, fell in the water. And uh, yeah, that yeah, was a. Uh, that, I mean, that, that, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, baby. That's how you do All it. Right. All right, Alaris, uh, you look like you need a smidge more. Oh, yeah. An- another crit. So wh- I've how, seen how 48 much? altogether. Oh, yeah, 48 plus 10. Yeah. Ooh. So 31 plus another 16, apparently. There you go. <laughs> 26. 26? Yeah. Oh, you both rolled crits. Okay, so the, the three of you, it sounds like, for the most part helping one another out get <laughs> yeah. get bandaged up here for for hours and cassius this um, entire time you're i mean, I mean so, so, so all of mine only take 10 minutes right, so. right but if the these folks aren't then they're immune for an hour they're not so. immune for an hour they're immune for 10 minutes or, or whatever like, I'm, I'm talking about for their roles oh yeah oh yeah. i didn't know that yeah yeah yep kendoso specials his take 10 minutes everybody else is taking an hour yeah. oh can i just so. Rescind my attempt no, to heal myself. It's and fine. I don't. We're not. It's fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Once again, we, we're we, we just spend a little bit of time. Here. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Great. I mean, I think, I think it's okay. People will probably I mean, come looking for you if if night falls and you're not back. But at this point, it's midday, so probably. Patrick, I, I, I rolled a twelve on your on your random encounter table. Does that? <laughs> we're cool. We're cool. Did right? you mean to roll a d one? 
hundred. Uh, That's the equivalent of like a if we round down a one on a D ten. So. I mean, I'm just saying, did a, did a good job, right? <laughs> no, but if if you guys head back into the water, find Cassius. The next thing you're you're coming across here are these doors to the south. One of them seems the 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 right side here to be knocked off its hinges. These are mostly underwater here, and as you're you're looking around here, it seems to be indeed completely grown over with like bits of, of coral and, and small mosses and, and underwater grasses. But you see what looks to be etchings carved into the walls around the doors here. What did you do, Coral? What did you do? Can I maybe read them? Um it's not really words, it is more perhaps symbols so perhaps some kind of magic and or uh, i think i'd take even a nature check for this it'll be somebody else it is 32 so these are some kind of i mean the they're magical inscriptions of of some sort uh let's see here glyphs i think you can you can see kind of carved into the walls here i think for the most part you see this as some kind of ward or perhaps incantation perhaps warning others off see as you get close to it uh, it's right around kind of the portal of of the doors Mm, i don't like the look of this captain this is some sort of warning or ward a warding perhaps i'm warding you all don't you dare step through my my door the wardening that's what it is cassius arrogant off of Treasure says, perhaps it was just meant to deter folks from finding the treasure that we know now lies past it. it is. I'm b- backing up a little bit. <laughs> it yeah, is, Cassius is going dis- to discover this on his hall on his lonesome. <laughs> yeah, it is in likelihood as much as it is a warning as a bluff to others. And, and he'll swim ahead. <laughs> and um, if uh, if there's overgrown coral and he needs to like try to move some out of the way he'll just he'll pull out his uh, flask of eternal water whatever that is and you just use hydraulic push to like puncture his way through the coral is there any kind of magical check that i can do to try to i can so 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 i have have a thought here so Mm -hmm. kendoso can't really i mean obviously does know how deep the wall is here but i'm curious if i can use stone shape or if we could use cassius's hole making capability to get through in in an area that's not magically inscribed that um how how far or how thick a stone can you can you get through because you can do a 10 foot cube might be a little beyond that from what I'm looking at here it's like probably a little more than than 10 feet but i mean the door is open here and there's there's a, a closed and, and completely shut one on the opposite side do you want to try to burst through the other doors or i guess no, i'll I guess... just let cassius do his thing <laughs> okay <laughs> hold on oh, there's, there's nothing to open though right it's an open no. door he, he's we're just, just going through the passage just swimming through yeah you can see oh, if I you see. get up close here alaris these these glyphs carved into the the stone you know beneath the the basically wherever they're carved there is no creatures there's no animals or grasses or anything so they're 
they're kind of like little hollows in the the side of the door. I, um, I see. I, I, I was misunderstanding. I thought these were closed doors that were covered in like nope. magical seals or something. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler does not care. He's moved his character on through what they they all start to glow. Obviously, well, um, and indeed, as as you see them lighting up here, they do seem to be natural kind of druidic glyphs perhaps of a an ancient sea peoples why don't you roll me a will save tyler for cassius sure Wait, you know over there oh hey can, can i uh i was chewing on ice can i re-roll that <laughs> the oh, natural only because you were chewing on ice the natural <laughs> one no i think we should let that natural one stand honestly but uh, if you want to and also roll another low number that's fine fine uh I'll, I'll i'll keep it if i can have panache for the first combat encounter just automatic panache at the start of the oh. first combat encounter no you should re-roll <laughs> okay okay uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness there, there's the other side of the dice tyler 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 <laughs> natural that's, that's phenomenal uh, as uh, as scripted ladies and gentlemen as scripted oh my gosh i was playing the other day with patrick and <laughs> yeah, I, I had three hero <laughs> points over the course of the session and all of them were worse except for my natural one which was another natural one. <laughs> uh, oh, wow that's, that's some dog it's it's ha- is, has it happened on this podcast that where you logged off the the Zoom call after? <laughs> I, th- I feel one. like I, I try to reserve that for just our like our it's personal happened so sessions. many times. It's so funny every time it happened. So it was that that was very funny. The 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 amount of unfortunateness in a you know <sighs> one in four hundred chance that happened to you, but then it happened to another player oh God, that same dude. session, two natural oh ones back to back, and I think on like different. Uh, that was not a hero point, but it was just like so bad. It was Dude. like, oh, the first time's funny. The second time is dramatic. Yeah, the, 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 the second time makes the second Tragedy. time makes me think that maybe the the system we're using for that game, <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody needs to clear their cash. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe a cash clearance in order. Roll yeah. twenty seems to be working perfectly fine. We've got a natural one. We've got a natural twenty so far. <laughs> I, I've rolled some secret rolls for you guys already, and uh, I also rolled, uh, I think, opposite sides of the dice. I, I rolled a, I guess not. I rolled a three and a seventeen for some for some secret rolls. Right, the the trap does trigger, and actually, them traps they be a triggering. Your critical success is a thirty nine, which be good. Because, because success on this, you are unaffected as you do feel a strange magical energy seemingly pulling at your muscles and your your skin and things like that. But you just kind of shake it off, Cassius, as you swim through this. And C- Cassius turns back around to his crew and says, see, no fear. It was all uh, an elaborate bluff by we some saw poor it. fool who thought we he saw could the trap. his... His treasure. How'd you do it? You just How'd saw you, glow- it, you just saw glowingness and then nothing. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so this trap that you've triggered, I'm, I'm trying to look for its its reset. Dip it, doop it. There might not be one, or maybe it happens automatically. Yeah, no. You you see this before the rest of you come in. This very clearly is a trap that is was going to turn your captain into something else completely not a 
change him away from being a human being. Like a transmutation um, magic? This is indeed. I'm guessing yes. It is is very powerful. It is extremely powerful trap. Do you want to try and disable this before the rest of you move through? Because I think actually it, it's not done. <laughs> Does arcane sense come into play here? Would I be able to detect this with Arcana? Uh, this is a magical trap, yes. So I mean, after you, sp- I mean, you see the runes glowing here, you know, indeed. And I think, like I said, Kendoso can tell this is some kind of druidic snare. You can identify the trap with Arcana, but you need to use thievery to disable. <laughs> if well, we you, used, you can if, use, or if uh, if Kendoso used, used like shapestone just to like shift the stone and like mar. The runes would that right. effectively uh, yeah like disrupt the disrupt the circle or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I would say you know use maybe your your nature skill in place of a thievery trick and and using that. So I mean, there's a chance of failure, but likely not. Mm-hmm. Wait, does high. it actually take a thievery check to disable it? Yeah, I mean to destroy the runes yeah, so you, you, someone you else can get through. That, you gotta stick that little pick in there and just like twirl it around and then but like, I mean, like maybe if I use combined Arcana and Thievery I would be able to effectively disable the trap. Well you, you can use Thievery if you want it, it just depends on who wants to go up to it and try and disable because there's always a chance that there's a, a little bit of feedback and this thing would trigger uh, uh, do you want to rochambeau for it do you want to just like i mean if you is. really want to disable this go for it but <laughs> no, i have a 21 no, 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 to no, no. Thievery, I mean, so. okay listen here listen it, here I, it's a I'll druidic prove, trap i proved so, I mean. y'all it didn't affect me once oh, no. i proved y'all that it's just a dud and cassius will swim over all right and you, you, uh, you, you, he'll, he'll he'll like as he's as he's getting out tools he'll no. whisper like under his breath like you are a dud, right? <laughs> right mate, you wouldn't do me like this. And I'll use thievery. This stupid blind luck of whatever god. Why does is. my thievery say Tyler is smelly? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a note in my thievery check? <laughs> you burnt, know. Tyler, you burnt. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like something I would do because I do have accidents here, character sheets, but I don't recall. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. You must have made me angry one night. I I guess I really I really drove you around the bend. I rolled uh, a sixteen on the dice for a, a thirty five. I with a thirty six with yeah. tools. Yeah, maybe it was a, when you were maybe it's when success. you were visiting him, Patrick. Uh, you were making I, you were making a note <laughs> like you're in the room, just like you know oh, what? By the way, P U. <laughs> I didn't make sure to put this on this thievery check. Because he tried yeah. to fart in front of me, and he was Ty- not not sneaky. Tyler smells what I I think the brawny man would smell like. He's fine. Oh, I think nice you. and clean, deeply um, piney. <laughs> he, he smells like flannel. It <laughs> is it, it is <laughs> funny because I do have a pine based beard oil that I wear, which does make me smell almost piney. Oh, we think of Tyler as the flannel guy. Incorrectly, he's the wife beater guy. Tyler wears a lot of wife beaters <laughs> <laughs> in general. Um, Dude, it, we're flannel, getting off flannel for the party. Um, wife beater at the house, I guess. It, 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 we, we just think of him as the flannel, uh, the flannel guy. Well, I think of him also as the flannel, flammable guy. But uh, <laughs> flannable guy, <laughs> the, flammable, the flammable guy. But he's, but, uh, he's extremely in. Flannable. I, he wears a lot of flannel. I only think of him as the flannel guy because he's from the Pacific Northwest. Well, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. thing. He, I do, and and to be fair, I do own there. a lot of flannel. I, I, mean, I don't wear it here because my office gets incredibly hot 
I got, I got, I got. That's why we get tickets to the uh, the gun show. That's <laughs> why you get, yeah. That's why you get the tickets. <laughs> one time, one time, I had a boss, or I had a meeting with my new boss, and I was like, like, I mean, I knew it was about a couple weeks in advance, and I was like, you know what? I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna get a nice shirt. I'm gonna get a nice shirt. Yeah. Going to meet my new boss. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. And this new shirt comes in, and I ordered it from, let's call it RR Bueno. And, and and I pull it out of the package, and it is the flannelest damn shirt I've ever owned in my life. And it was just like the biggest, fluffiest, like winter shirt. And I was oh, like, yeah. what on earth is this? Why does it look like a dress shirt? So I go into this meeting with this like puffy, stinking <laughs> dress shirt. And, oh, and they're like, and I'm like, first of all, I'm very sorry about this. <laughs> I ordered it for RR Bueno, and I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> what can and, this code be, RR Bueno? <laughs> and I, I have I, no idea. I didn't get a promotion that year. I'll just say that much. Oh, the shirt oh, did it, sure. Tyler. You've ruined all my fun here tonight in disabling so this polymorph trap, which I didn't write down. I didn't plan out what I was going to turn you into, but some kind of fish, right? Some kind of. Yeah, you know, uh, something you'd have to keep in a tank for a while. But, but could I keep my hat? Would I just be like a tiny fish with a hat? I mean, you'd be like swimming in the hat more than anything. I, I'd be very. <laughs> oh, no, the hat would shrink down to the appropriate size. <laughs> no, that's not how uh, the magic so, works. Yeah, Cassius would turn back around and say, "Like, see, whoever planted this was just a a third rate magician. We are far beyond whatever this spell is capable of. So, rest." Rest your minds, worry not. Let us continue through the cavern. Yeah, and it's not too far into this sunken temple here, carved into the very island itself, that you do find another set of stairs that rises out of the water. And I'll reveal this area here to the south that shows, indeed, a, a room, a rocky outcrop, an alcove here to the east, where there's dozens of, of crates and chests neatly stacked about the room. Some of them marked with the the name of Bikindi's vessel. There's also many of various trade houses, perhaps guilds from, from here to Port Peril and all along the, the Shackles coast. This indeed does seem to be Otanku's hidden stash, his treasure trove. Ooh, I um, do like that they're neatly stacked. Yeah, he doesn't throw his tr- bandy his treasure about. This is, you know, yeah, probably well maintained, and he hid it here as he uh, went about his work on the the island. And th- this treasure trove is going to work very similar to the one that we we just had in Sumitha. And I was going to allow you all to take another permanent magic item equal to your level plus one or perhaps a couple equal to your level or three under your level and pick some consumables as well equal to your your level minus one. The same rules we're going to use for B-Team's Hall at the Black Dragon as well, by the way. So hopefully they are, we're, we're keeping pace a little bit with some of these these magic items. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just like them, you know, we finally have the treasure vault book from from Paizo to to play around with. In addition to that, there are chests with gold doubloons, and um, there's enough to pay the crew's salary for the rest of the year here easily. Yar har. We can also had add a, a hefty amount of 
a thousand gold to your guys' coffers and half that maybe for the, the B team folks at the, the Dragon's Horde. Alright. We we've had access to the treasure vault for some time, but we've not really used it in these these big treasure hordes so far. But yeah, you're now feel free to pick from those items. There's some very fun things in there. I'll I'll be honest, as soon as I saw it, I immediately started looking at it for my for my alchemist character, which mm-hmm. is in our our personal Agents. game. Yeah. And it sorry about that. I didn't I didn't do any looking at it for this character at all. <laughs> right. Well, I mean there's a lot of fun magical items and the the main thing that really sticks out is there's tons of art for, you know, the weapons and the armors and and things that are in the book, but some some great talismans. So if you're a little, you know, confused as to what consumable item to take, I would I would highly recommend one of those. Right, so that that's going to do it for the treasure hoard here, and I think we're just going to maybe fast forward to you guys getting the treasure out of here, maybe bringing over some more crews to haul it off. But yeah, uh, fast forward as well to a joyous occasion as you're reunited with the the Tidebreaker and the the ghost of Olivier and Valea who see the bone that you were able to pull off of his wreck. And there's a bit of a celebration that night uh, as the treasure is is hauled to shore, you know, dancing, rejoicing, and perhaps a little after that, it, under the the full moon here, a ritual born on the the silent lapping waves of the the Bay of No Hospitality, as your your uncle's spirit is finally laid to rest, and in a magic circle of energy, we see another wish, perhaps granted, and. His physical form of, of the older pirate is kind of generated out of strands of, of purple magics as Pirate Olivier is resuscitated, revivified, reinvigorated, and reformed here in corporeal form. He, he stands up and, and takes his first breath in years and lets out a hearty laugh. Ho, 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 ho! Back in the land of the living, give me a hug! Ladies, and he'll throw his arms out for Alaris and Valea to lay one on his physical form. <laughs> oh, Uncle, I'm so glad to give you a hug. I've wanted to since since we were joined up again. Hugging that ghost dagger, it wasn't really the same thing. <laughs> both of, both <laughs> of us, exactly. like, putting our hands on it. Didn't really feel the same. He'll hand over the the dagger back if you want it but he goes over to you captain cassius and gives you a very firm arm shake perhaps captain the captain you know kind of gives you a a knowing stare down i don't know if that's the right word a, a knowing glance just like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. gandoso and honto he he also claps you guys on the back and it's like you lads you helped keep her safe all this time and you were right that you were able to best them cyclops in this island here where I couldn't. All of you, all of you, thank you so much. You've you've managed to conquer this isle, and these spoils, they are surely yours. Let us drink up, boyos, for, for you all are the true grit and gristle of these seas. To the Tidebreaker crew. Yarg. <sighs> A lot of celebrations that night. Uh, we watched, though, over the next few days as repairs and the the crew kind of move into Fart Olivier 
and Honto, maybe during that time, as you're tasked with keeping watch over people here in the, the fort, uh, see, try to start to commune, perhaps, with the, the orange orb, the Ligurni, that, that came out of the immortal dreamstone, though. This seems to be, perhaps, a little more difficult, maybe, than, than the purple pearl. The, the concentration requires seems like it's going to take more time or perhaps more minds to help unlock maybe some of the other magical oriented pirates. Do you think you would, would go back and, and, and bring in the team that you've, you've worked with before, Seth? Sandaraquan and Bartleby, Kendoso and Ozzy? Maybe speed the process? I don't think so yet. I mm-hmm. think, I think this is more of a personal thing for him at the moment. I will say, <clears throat> They, they seem. You have two of these these magical relics now. Mm-hmm. They seem to s- almost repel one another in some way. It seems like trying to draw them together. They th- there's a force that wants to to keep them somewhat apart. Uh, you know, not like magnetism or anything like that. But it feels like there's like a field of of energy if you try to bring them close, and that 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 resists it mm-hmm. over the. Over the next few days as well, Kendoso, we perhaps see you venturing back out into the forest as as everyone turns to building more permanent settlements in the, the fart. Yep. To the deeper reaches of the isle and perhaps to commune with some of the anima of this place, you find, of course, large beasts here in the, the trees, but everything seems to give you a, a pretty wide berth. Perhaps they... The creatures of this island were very wary of the the cyclops, the, the giants that that walked these. Yeah, my guess is domes. that even the even the big and large creatures that were on this island were uh, very much chompins for the for the cyclopses. You, not, you, not a lot of opportunity for the island gigantism on <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on an island with cyclopses. Yeah, and this is kind of like a. You know, Easter Island situation. Like they were, they were running low on on certain things. So, well, it's uh, a good thing that we showed up and we, well, you know. <laughs> TC. Anyway, uh, anyway, you, here's some here's some uh, I don't know tobacco or something. Anyway, <laughs> have fun. You gave them all your blankets after you coughed on. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. Yay, we're the good guys, right? Well, uh, something is out in the forest that does seem to be. Haunting your paths, maybe following in your your footsteps, and after looking for your pursuer, perhaps doubling back on your your steps uh, yeah, one day. Lots of survival. Yeah, well, y- no need because they're perhaps not trying too hard not to be seen. You find the the nymph Safina, <gasps> has, Safina. has followed you out of her her uh, her watery perch. And she looks a, a little perturbed. She's like, you, you owe me tales of your adventuring, good sir, and I've come to collect them. You you have fought the Cyclops I have gathered. Uh, indeed we have. We have, uh, we have fought them mightily, although not, I mean, m- many of, many of Cyclops we have fought. Let's see, can I recall what the, what the promise was to, to the nymph? She she's was, asked she, she that wanted, she wanted like great stories of the island. Oh yeah, well that and just tales of of other places beyond this. She she's asked for for multiple people to to come and and, and speak with her. But I see she was, she's she willing to to hear you out first. Yeah, you want to spend some time with Safina? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain 
what I've seen of other islands where people have come, and I will explain uh, uh, the way that the ways that I have seen the the island grow out of balance. Well, look at look at look at how few little creatures or big creatures there are on this island that should be full of big creatures. And I, I explain the way that it has become out of balance with the cyclopses, and I will. I will restore this balance to this place, and except for the corner where all the people are, that you, one will be. That 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 one's okay. That's not that part corner of your right purview. there. It's just it's just. I mean, the the captain's got his own thing going on, right? So she'll she'll ask if you want to come back to her her pool. And, I go uh, swimming. Wee. <laughs> uh, she does ask that you take off your disgusting dead animals you wear on your body if you're. Oh gonna be touching her pristine oh, waters well most of them are plants but okay fine if you you're disgusting off, dead plants if you want me to take off this raccoon then like, well, okay fine <laughs> oh gross um uh bleep. yeah Re- rebecca perhaps a week later we see alaris as as you watch out over the the bay here as trade ships and perhaps some other pirate vessels arrive from from Port Peril. Folks full to the brim on the deck here, looking at the fort. You see dock workers and artisans, people that have come to help set up the Isle of Empty Eyes. And uh, yeah, the, the ships unload cargo near a, a hastily constructed log dock coming out of the Fort Olivier. Uh, your, your uncle joins you on the parapet of the fort named after him. As, as you watch and says, oh, oh, a penny for your thoughts, me dear. What, what, what going up here? You know, I had my thoughts or I had my doubts about this whole endeavor coming to this eerie isle, knowing what had happened to you or not really knowing as the case may be. I had a very bad feeling about this whole, this whole thing, but seeing it actually work out and, and having you back with me. Maybe Cassius was right all along. Oh, he's bit off uh, just the right amount that he could chew, apparently. For it was a monumental task, uh, the taking of this island your your captain set you and your crew to. And a shot at the chair on the pirate council. Why, it's still something I, I dream of, but it seems like it's almost within his grasp. There's much work to do here, and... By the end of it, you'll you'll be a landlubber. No sea legs. By the time you're you're through, sounds like you'll you'll be setting up shop here for some time. I don't know that I want that. I think I'd rather be on the sea. Aye, that's uh, that's the same as me. Uh, I, I've spent what feels like an entire lifetime on this isle, and a little bit after that, longer than I've cared to give this place. So I've made passage on on one of these vessels here, and. Valea and I have both uh, agreed we need to move on, perhaps move on to a new port. I don't think uh, settling down is is in our cards anywhere soon, but perhaps there's another ship out there with my name on it. But for now, I I was going to say uh, to perhaps you should stay here with your captain. Is that is that not what you want to do, though? We have been through a lot together, the crew and I, and I owe a lot to Cassius, as I do to you. I think for now I'll stick to my crew and and see where where things take us. At least see th- this endeavor through to the end. 
maybe we'll cross paths sometime on the sea soon. I mean, you know, you, you've had uh, quite a fantastic journey just to get to me, Alaris, and you've sacrificed more than I can ever have asked you to do. Help to help bring me back from the other side is, is beyond an adventure of a lifetime. But I'd like to think you did that all out of love for your dear old dead uncle, but uh, I hope truly you did it for yourself as well. You you have your crews back and they seem to have yours, but uh, one must remember that the point of sailing these shackled seas is you're no one's subject out here. You owe no one your life but your own, and you're free to, to write and rewrite your name upon these waves however you see fit, whatever way you'd like. He gets a little misty-eyed and opens up for another hug. He's a hugger now that he's got his body back, by the way. <laughs> he hugs everybody. Jack he's Scrimshaw's been like, for so long. He's alone. He's just, man. He's just stimming at this point. <laughs> oh, it's it's so good. So good. Don't, don't make the mistake I made and throw away all your good fortune. Rushing into headlong, uh, impossible goals after another. Set your sights on what's yours to take and, by gods, uh, take it, my girl. Uh, we, we'll see each other on these waves again soon enough, trust you and I. There's there's not a thing on these waters that can keep us apart. He does leave a day later on a cargo ship, taking him and Vilea, as well as the the recovering madman, Edelai Baines. When you say on a cargo ship, do you mean in a cargo ship or like <laughs> on a cargo ship? <laughs> no, they're cargo. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> they got taken... Take it hostage. Uh, no, they're they're a, a ton of people that came off of these ships, and uh, a small shanty town has has cropped up around the fort. As construction here along the shoreline has has made a, a a small town prosper in in the the wake of days and and then weeks after these ships arrive, the days and weeks melting away before your eyes as time passes, and we see a. A standard unfurl before our very eyes that reads two months later. Indeed, we are about a week away from the island set to host a banner party for members of the council. Perhaps approve Cassius's worth of his place thereupon. Ponto's going to take that pennant down and be like, who, who wrote this on here? <laughs> Scripture Jack runs away. What does this even mean? Two months later? What does this mean? I'm telling the story, and I like like setting the stage. And indeed, the stage is set, and the island is ready, or is it? All of what is set to happen in the end of book four here, that is a tale for another time here on Deadman Ronald no Credit says we have a little bit more of this adventure to go next yeah. time. I just yeah. want to have a party. <laughs> oh, we had multiple parties. You're going to have a party, all right. Oh, you're gonna have well. This is this is a big one, and with the fancy guests, and I cannot wait to get to it. There's still some last minute details to to get right here, but we are going to start next week with you guys having a good amount of downtime, the ability to to make purchases and and things like that, and get your your gear set up, and uh, yeah, get ready for the the rest of book four, I think part four of book four. Exciting. Nobody. This has been a quite a long one, but there's a there's an ending <laughs> to it in sight. We're almost it's not, there. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, is this part four I'm looking at? 
Yeah. And, yeah, and part and, four, and, uh, it's called uh, Feast of Spoils. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you indeed do have to set up a feast of sorts. Please, at spoils. least it's not a spoiled feast. Oh, who knows? Time feast. Time will tell. Time will tell. That's going to do too much time. Then it'll Uh, definitely be spoiled. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Weak, two week old refrigerator pie. That is a dumb way to die. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. Sorry, I didn't get to turn Cassius into a fish. Patreon pirates, (laughs) freebie captains. Everybody in between out there listening, thank you so much, and I will catch you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yar. 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 Party Yar. Is um, that your Heath Ledger? Party Yar. <laughs> I'll see you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. In New York City, I'll see you next time. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? I don't know.